welcome to the J Train Podcast. That's right. Every Tuesday and Friday, your emails, your stories, your questions. Right now I'm imagining like a nerd with shaded sunglasses who's also playing the violin. Okay. Classic nerd look. Feather my nuts. 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 That's how it goes, people. Tell a friend, a coworker. Go tell a friend. Make it your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Feather my nuts. Rate, review, subscribe. That's how it works. You tell a friend, you tell a coworker. It's how it goes. And you're like, what do you mean, Feather My Nuts, new listeners? Well, when you put it up as your Instagram stories, it feels that good. It feels like you're grazing my sack with a feather. A beautiful dove's feather. Back and forth, to and fro. We're getting user-generated description of how they would feather my nuts. And I, I want to read them out loud on this show. Is that okay, shall we? We were on a break! Sure. That's right. How, how I would feather. This is from a listener. Jared, it's a beautiful day, so I got to thinking about your nuts. More specifically, feathering them. You, Shelby, and I, each wearing red footy pajamas, are gleefully engaged in a pillow fight. Woo, that's fun. The pillows are oversized and packed full of down feathers. Looking to cool off after so much exertion, you stand a few feet in front of a shop fan cranked to full speed. Ooh, I like that. Love a shop fan. With your back toward the fan, you undo the rear flap of the pajamas to feel the rushing wind on your undercarriage. I rip open the end of my pillow and dump the contents directly in front of the blowing fan. A flurry of feathers gust past your nuts. The stem of one long feather gets stuck in your butt crack such that the feathery tip flutters repeatedly against the seam of your nuts. Ooh. As you giggle with joy, Shelby gives me a knowing smile and we feel balance restored in the universe. Have a great day. Best regards. That was a fantastic journey he took us on. It's quite the pros. These are yes, quite the pros. If you want to send in your version of feathering my nuts, email jtrainpodcast@gmail.com. Title it "How I Would Feather," and you can get involved with the fun. I'm very excited about today's guest. She is returning to the show. A OKP. She she infiltrated the OKP army. Original key players. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. 
It's a guest we've heard before. <laughs> Beloved by the audience, asked many a times to have her back, Ariana Margulis, thank you for coming on. What, I, what a welcome. Always. We're very excited to have you back. I'm ready. I'm back. You're back. Uh, you've been you've been doing um, step up to the mic for us. Um, I'm here. You're, you're in a very exciting time in your life. It's a bit crazy. It's a bit crazy. And for those that don't know, Ariana has a fantastic Instagram account that you should be following yesterday. It's right, called, but like maybe, but like maybe, and she's a fantastic artist. Yes, I. I your art is amazing. I don't want. Last time you came on, I think some people thought I was insulting you. Oh no, I loved it. Tell, I, tell us what you took. You called I it said about. I said this is like fantastic bathroom art. Right, but that's where I want to be. Yeah, and, and it wasn't a negative. No. It was meant to say that like, like this would be in my grandmother's house, and you would know that I have a funky, cool grandma. Yeah, because she has like a chuckle, like this little thing in her bathroom totally to give you a little laugh and yeah we used to have these all over my grandparents house it would be like you know beautifully done cartoonish but also like a comic book type of look it's a look right i like to say it's kind of crappy but poppy like it's on purpose it's it makes you relate more when the art is just a little more relaxed and you know why i love watching you on instagram is that you will sometimes put yourself the artist version of yourself around real people and it looks great oh thank you i'm a fan thank you i i what makes you do that like how it just you know what it is it's like some like when i do i do yell at the bachelor on instagram stories like which is my favorite thank you by the way it's a little different it's it's a little show people appreciate that it's not just the food or you the camera going oh mondays like right. it's a it's a it's like oh you've taken this seriously yeah no i like to give little bits different there's different seasons in the show like she i take pictures of people on the subway it's kind of creepy mm -hmm. um and i draw her, <laughs> and i draw her in talking to them you know maybe it's like asking how their day is going or telling them about a bad date or something like that and um you know it's it's a different version of the cartoon and a different level and and it looks cool it's like lizzie mcguire right that's the vibe i'm going for yeah like a drunker Lizzie <laughs> McGuire. That's me. I think all of you, if you don't follow Ariana already, she's fantastic. It's called But Like Maybe, um, and you have a book out. I do. I'm I, very excited about the book. I just came out with a book. It's called But Like Maybe Don't. Okay. And it's what not to do when dating based on all of my terrible, horrible past experiences. So is it like cartoons? Is it... So you, is it right? You know, what type of book is this? So it's basically like broken down into chapters where I tell stories of, you know, past gentlemen I've dated mm -hmm. or quote unquote dated because they probably wouldn't say that we dated. Um, okay. <laughs> Those situationships we all know and hate. Exactly. And interspersed with cartoons. Okay. So there's like a hundred cartoons in the book, but it's also it's like short digestible stories because I have zero attention span. And, you know, a lot of people these days. It's it's not a novel, but, but this, it's fun. But to me, this is like the perfect book for our listeners because it's beautiful. It's pink. It's bright. It's got cool pictures. Like, not to bring us back to the bathroom, the bathroom. but <laughs> this is a bathroom book. This is a beautiful book to be in a nice bathroom. This is a hundred percent a bathroom book. I love that. I used to, growing up. Yeah, we'd have a book shelf in our bathroom. That's a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 
and I and before your phone, that's what happened. Exactly. You either read the book that was like we had a joke book in the bathroom of my family house growing up. Mm-hmm. So like you go down and there'll be a, a magazine rack in front of the uh, toilet. It's weird that it's like I'm hearkening back to another era. Well, because everyone just looks at their phone now. That's the thing. Before your phone, there was a magazine rack. Or in college, I remember people would leave their old newspapers and I'd be like, thank God. Yeah, exactly. I'll read their newspapers. Mm -hmm. Kind of disgusting. But I'm just letting you know. I will grace your coffee table or your bathroom. I don't discriminate. It's a perfect book. Because also, I'm, I'm assuming, how long are the stories? Like uh, Short, totally. Short. A couple pages. Cool. There yeah. you go. So Boom. it's like in and out. Yep. One one squat, mm-hmm. and you got through a cool story with a great cartoon. And you'll leave feeling better about yourself. That's right. Because you'll feel so bad for all this weird <laughs> shit I What's did. The, if you could give us a taste, and, and any of you right now, the best way to buy the book is Amazon. It's on Amazon All under under fifteen dollars. There you go. Add it to the to the cart with your toilet paper and your you know your bounty and your soaps for next month. <laughs> go butt like maybe it's on Amazon. You can have it delivered right to your door. Can you give us a taste? Is there one but, story that you like to tell? Oh well, so not um, to give away the book. I mean, so one uh, great story was I actually moved. Uh, to LA for a guy that I had a summer romance with and uh, he I got to hold on repeat that for me one more time you moved to LA yeah so basically okay. I met this guy in the Hamptons fell in love with him we dated for maybe a month yeah and he didn't tell me he was moving right okay. so I'm going into this being like I have this new boyfriend it's amazing here's my I got him ready I'm, I'm ripening him ripening him up for cuffing season exactly yeah. fall is coming fall is coming I got this great guy we've hooked up for a month I'll be coming back to him in the meatpacking district yep. after we go to Montauk <laughs> right. I got it <laughs> many a night at the surf lodge under fireworks yeah that was our first encounter so then August rolls around it's the end of the month and he's like I gotta tell you something and I'm like okay <laughs> what <laughs> i'm pregnant <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm moving to la and i was like oh get, did this did this just happen he was like well i didn't want to tell you Uh-oh. because i was afraid if i told you you wouldn't like me oh my god this is hilarious <laughs> and i was like i love this because guys love an end date right so like we love hooking up with a forced end. Like a he forced knew. End. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not the dick, but oh, if the world would change. Oh, if only if I only, wasn't moving. If only this wasn't happening. Yeah. Right. If only this decision I made for myself. Yeah. So what? Yeah. I, so what'd you say? And I said to myself, oh, wow. Uh, you know, that sucks. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to let this. I'm no, not going to let this don't end. Let, <laughs> no, this is faith. This is we're we're meant to be together. Oh, boy. So I was working for Ralph Lauren at the time, and I went to my boss, mm-hmm. and I said to her, you know, I'm really feeling, uh, you know, so down. New York has really got me so stressed <laughs> out. I the lie <laughs> is being transferred from man to you to Ralph Lauren. Yep. That's the funniest part to me is like <laughs> this lie. This is like a tell of game of telephone. He's like, ah, I didn't think to tell you. Uh, New York's really breathing <laughs> down my neck. I need the sun. And so I just told her, I was like, I really need this move for me. Is there any way you could transfer me to LA? And she was kind of like a mentor. And I mm. feel, she was like, oh gosh, oh yeah, let me see what I can do. So 
weirdly, it actually only took about like two weeks. Okay. And I got everything sorted. <laughs> this guy's like, what? <laughs> like, you're like, I'm moving that way too. So I. Oh no, you know, um, <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> so I told him, I said, guess what? I'm coming too. And he was just like, so disturbed like you yeah. could tell like he was freaked out he, he had it all planned so well right he pretended like to be excited or whatever but like sure and i moved out there i'm telling you i got this whole thing down in about a month like i had everything <laughs> sorted an apartment yeah. ready <laughs> I was, that's the thing men are so like i know this in my own life like i am not organized like yeah. women even if they're unorganized they're organized like if they want and you know i think when i think when anyone male or female you know narrows their aim mm -hmm. they're like i'm gonna get this shit done yeah like if you if you want to start a podcast and you're like i got i'm gonna you're gonna you can make a podcast at, like if you want to start something and you really want to do it and you put all your efforts towards it you'll do it it's happening so you you know for him, he's probably thinking, yeah, this this move was like a year in the making. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you're moving? Hold on two minutes. And then you're like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a place next door to you ready to go. See you soon. What are you <laughs> doing Saturday? Uh, so I, I moved, told everyone it was for me. Okay. And he But it was for him. Yes. Okay. 100%. And now I can admit that now. Of course. But in the back in the day, well, I didn't. Well, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, moved. And we went on one date. He took me to a matinee movie. One L.A. date. One L.A. day date. Not even was, a night and date. And he was like, ah, we're in Hollywood. Let's go see Ace Ventura. Yeah. Like, is that what he's saying? <laughs> Basically, he, we went and we, went, we got a, went to the Grove, I think. How old was he? He was probably 28. Eight? And how old were you? I was probably 24. And how long did you last out in L.A. after that? So uh, how did it end? How did it? I mean, my heart was broken and I was obsessed with him and tried to follow him around for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually gave up and started dating actors slash models in L.A. The, things change. <laughs> Instead of finance guys in New York. Yeah, I, you went to the Yeah. I the know LA that room. this girl right here is tough. <laughs> Yeah, you're tough. And it's tough. strong. It was and strong. It was hard. And um, but you know, did you like LA? Did you like living in LA? It took me to LA, and I stayed for almost two, three years. Okay. And I had a. I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. So glad I did it. And if he was the guy to get me there, I think it was a change of pace, and it. You well, know. that's the thing. You can look at back. We last episode we had a whole talk about like looking back and like regretting these things. It's like. No, no. You got out to L.A. You had a great time. You, you know, this is where life took you. Like you can't have those years back. So might as well look at it positively. No, it was great. I had a great time. But there was a day where I literally woke up and I was like, OK, it's time to come back to New York. Time to come home. Time to go back. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're happy you're back. And Thanks. everyone needs to go follow Ariana on Instagram. But like maybe the book, but like maybe don't don't. And these are dating stories. These mm -hmm. are stories from your life of dating. And really everyone, embarrassing. Embarrassing stories that we can all relate to. We can all relate to meeting someone and then going, like, I just love the idea that he's like, I got to move. And you're like, damn, babe. Yeah, oh, and he's like, I, and then he had to be the dick. <laughs> like, it was like, you were like, no, I'll, I'll be there. 
Don't I love worry. LA. I love I'll the make sun. a story. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do some emails. You ready? I'm ready. You know the show. You know how it goes. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. He has a super hot ex-girlfriend social media stalking self-sabotage. Ooh. Jared, you're hilarious. Love the pod. Feather, feather. Let's get into it. I met a really great guy. I met a really great guy on Tinder a few weeks ago. I'm 35. He's 43 in case that matters. We went on a couple dates, and for date three, he invited me over to his place for dinner. We had a great night. We connected super well. We can talk for hours. We have the same sense of humor and really similar personalities, and sex was great. Fast forward to this morning, against my better judgment, I creeped his Facebook and found his ex-girlfriend. Why do we do this to ourselves? She's a dime. She's gorgeous. A couple years younger than me. Super fit and tiny. Even though we had a great night and he told me that he thinks I'm beautiful and sexy, I know that my body is bigger and softer than his ex. I also pretty much uh, the same height as he is, whereas she was quite petite. So my question is this, how uh, is this? How much do men compare one woman to the next? How do I believe him when he says that I'm beautiful when I feel like I can't compete with his ex? Can men genuinely attract, be attracted to women with different body types? Hey, Shelby, look alike. Uh, so Shout out to my big bitches. Y'all got big good pussy. She's not, you know, this girl's, this woman's very beautiful. Um, Shelby, we can take a look at her. She sent a picture. She's perfectly great looking and all that. So, what do you think? Do you, have you ever dated someone where this kind of has, does this feel like it connects to something in your life? Well, everyone looks at the ex, right? I, at least I do. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think. Women are way more likely than I've never looked at an ex. And when I look at an ex, I'm like, oh, I get it usually. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, great eyebrows. Like I, <laughs> like I see that, but I never, I've never really thought. I, I, it's never really bothered me. Like I, even my girlfriend now, she'll be like, oh, I, I'm usually into like, you know, she's always told me she'll say that she's into like rocker types mm-hmm. tattoo arm types <laughs> and i mean even the other day we this happened, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah we went to um we decided <laughs> to get uh pizza the other day so we were like we're gonna go to a good pizza new york pizza place not just like you know there's certain pizza places in new york that are like um destination like pizza Lucali's or something we went to scars oh scars yeah scars is uh if i if i'm yeah. to give anyone a suggestion visiting new york Delish. go check out scars and also the look of scars is 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 a fun you feel like you're in the atmosphere of a pizza place. it's a vibe it's a vibe it's a vibe so we get there and the people working there are also a vibe they are they- they're cool very cool. Very hip. Way cooler than me. <laughs> I walk in like, hey, I'll take a slice of pizza. And the guy's like, what's up, dude? And I'm, like, oh, I'm like, I'm like Johnny Midwest. Just like, hey, do you have a grandma slice with some, you know, like just big fucking stupid idiot pizza guy. They're smooth. The guy's oh, like, wow. yeah, I walk in. Hey, everybody. Dun, 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 dun. Like, that's me. You know, and yeah, that's me slipping on <laughs> on a banana peel. Yeah, I'm slipping on <laughs> banana peels, and I'm fucking doofy loser boyfriend. And the guy behind the counter is like, 
maybe the coolest guy. Like long hair, tats. Long hair, tattooed arms. I'm with Jess, my girlfriend, and she's kind of, you could see like, yeah, she's like, yeah, these people. Like you could see she's almost like trying to say that she's not with me at this point. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he, yeah, this guy's like, hey, you want, you want some of this pizza or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, we'll take two slices. And he's like, why don't you quiet down, dude? You seem to really want this pizza, huh? You hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. He's like, yeah, why don't you just chill? We'll throw it in the we'll throw it in the oven for a few minutes. And I could tell, I did have a moment where I was like, oh, that Jess thinks this guy's hot. Like I could, I just knew. Right. Well, but I wasn't personally offended. I think there's a difference between you can acknowledge someone hotness. is hot, someone's hotness, and there's a difference between that and then flirting with them or being wanting to be back with that person. Totally. And I think I've definitely looked at exes, but you have to just take the standpoint and trust them. Like, look, they're not with them anymore, and there must be reasons. Absolutely. And the penis isn't a liar. Right. The penis is relentless. The penis is honest. And the penis has no time to be wasted. So trust that. He's not bringing his penis to you. Like, the penis isn't driving him to you because he wants to hang out and not fuck. And he's with you. And he's with you. Where is he in the room with? Who's he in the room with? Who's he taking to dinner? Who's he, you know? Totally. That's Where's the you effort going? It's, you're just making yourself crazy thinking about. It's not, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I don't, I'll talk about how I've dated. I've never dated one girl in spite of another. No. So I've never like been with someone and been like, thank God it isn't blankety blank. Right. So when he's with you, he's not thinking like, and here's the other reality. And this is gross to say, but like for every hot girl, there's a guy that's tired of fucking her. So like guys like different, like there's, it's just the reality of, of sex. Everyone likes different. Dudes rock. Dudes rock. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just like you it's just a reality. But I think everyone likes different. Absolutely. And the, the, the just like I said earlier, it's like you're not with that person because you wanted something different. You wanted whatever you learned in your past relationship. You wanted something to change, mm-hmm. you know? And I think everyone has a past. And you can't erase that, of course. Something in her email really spoke to me. Um, the the, uh, the uh, like, I know that my body's bigger and softer than the ex. I'm also pretty much the same height as he is. That uh, was, yeah, I didn't get, I was like, same height. I guess she's saying that like I'm a bigger woman compared to this. this she's hot. And it's fine. It yeah, it's don't. hot. She's it, beautiful. But the, the thing is, like, there's this thing of like, it feels like. A, tell me if I'm wrong. Where there's this like envy of the little petite girl of women. because oh. <laughs> she's like she's little like and cute. petite, like yeah. and cute, and it's like, no, that the, that doesn't matter. Like. I guess I've always wanted to be taller, so I don't. I get that, like she's probably cute and bouncy, and like you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know about the height thing for it, me. It's well, she's like she's fit and tiny. Mm. Fit and tiny doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, fit me and tiny isn't like gotta be with that fit and tiny girl. Right. That's never been said to me amongst guys. That's never been like, and that's not to yo, dude. The new girl I'm seeing, four ten. <laughs> she fit. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Oh my god, four ten? Is she fit? 
87 pounds. Oh my <laughs> God. Are you mean to tell me, is she like the top of a, of a cheerleader pyramid? Can hold her in my palm. Oh my, yeah. that is the hottest. And then we all go in the bathroom and masturbate. Yeah. Like that's not like, I, and that's not to disparage the 411 girl who's tiny. You know, like, no, they're, I, everyone is someone's foot is what I've said on this podcast a lot. Like there's guys masturbating to feet. You know, so like you're a foot. Yeah. There's everyone has a different flavor they're into of whatever their fantasy is. Totally. And also when everyone goes to get ice cream, we'll try a bunch of different flavors first before we end up on the one that we end up with. Right. Just because you tried Rocky Road doesn't mean you don't end up with a sorbet. Like I'm sure her boyfriend before if she had a relationship before this person was probably pretty different. Totally. You know, it's just I think there's this like a lot of times there's this connection made where it's like, because you were with that doesn't mean you won't be with this. And that's not that's not the reality. I've never had that conversation. I actually would get more freaked out if I looked at the ex. First of all, let me just preface this by saying I get what she's going through because we all do this. We all look mm-hmm. at our partner's exes. But I'd actually be more freaked out if I looked at the girl and she was like just like me. You know what I mean? Yeah, if, because then it's like, then you it's just replace me yeah. with this different... Like, I... that That's almost tasteless. Yeah, then it feels weird. Like, you're almost just going to someone that's exactly the same. Or, yeah. And then I, I think I'd be comparing myself to her more because I'd be like, well, we're exactly the same minus her ankles or... I don't know. Like, you <laughs> or know the what personality. I mean? Yeah. Or she's funnier than me or she's whatever. But that, this is also to get to the end of the discussion. It's the... You're damned if you looked at it anyway. You know, any way you look at it, you have to be, you have to look at this kind of in reverse. Mm-hmm. I am me. He's with me. He's with me. That's all that matters. That's at the end of the day. You're so right. You're at, you're with him. You're at the dinner. You're at the apartment. All this other stuff doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The J Train Podcast is sponsor people. ShipStation, ShipStation, ShipStation. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be complicated and costly. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carriers should you choose? Are you getting the best rates? That's why you need ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your online orders so you can focus on the fun part. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your product out fast to keep your customers happy. Here's the thing. When you do merch, when you're selling merchandise, when you're doing stuff on Etsy, the hardest part is getting the order to the person. I sold some posters, like signed ones for a podcast a couple years ago, thinking this will be great. People love the show. Yeah. It cost me an arm and a leg. Because what you don't think about is how does the poster get packed? What, how, what protects the poster? What's the most cost-efficient way to send it? Is it the U.S. Postal Service? Is it UPS? Is it FedEx? He, this is all stuff you don't want to think about because none of us, most of us, are not in the shipping business. Most of us are in another business that you now have to be the shipping coordinator for your own business. Oh, cool. So this person's buying it from the U.K. How exactly. neat. Oh, this is, I'm bankrupt. And if you were a big company, you would have a whole department for this, but you're not. Nope. Because you're a small business, so you have to outsource that, and you do it with ShipStation. ShipStation.com. No matter what you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from any device, even your cell phone. That's huge. Right now, JTrain Podcast listeners can try ShipStation free. 
For 60, that's six zero, 60 days when you use offer code JTRAIN. There's absolutely no risk. You can start using your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Wow, people, that's huge. So if you have a business, make ShipStation your head of inventory management. That's your kid that went to school for supply chain. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click the microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's ShipStation.com. Enter code JTRAIN. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariana Margulis. But like maybe. That's the Instagram account. But like maybe don't. That's the book. You can order it on Amazon right now. I would go do that right now. Order it. It'll be at your door in two days. Done. Get it with all your groceries. Are you a Prime member? It's basically free. It's there. Under 15 bucks. Is it over? Under 15. Is it over? Hi, Jared Shelby and guest of the day. Um, I need your advice for a problem I have. Any wisdom of yours would be greatly appreciated. Okay. I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for three years. I'm 24. He's 23. When we started dating, I was fresh out of college and all my friends uh, left to colleges out of state. So I lost everyone I used to hang out with. Uh, so my life kind of became Not my uh, came to my world revolving around him and his friends. Have you been in this situation before? Yes. Already. I'm going eek. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. My boyfriend and I used to spend a lot of time together and have a great relationship, but the past uh, months, I've been getting with this weird uh, feeling where I feel like something has changed and I don't really feel like hanging out with him anymore. Mm. She doesn't want to hang out with him. I used to be close with some of his friends, but I've noticed a change in, in behavior they have towards me. They don't talk to me as much. I'm in a group chat with them, and whenever they say something and I respond in any way, the chat goes silent. I've talked to my boyfriend about it, and the only thing he says is, Sorry. Ooh. He's not doing anything to make me feel better about it. We don't live together. He's been unemployed, trying to find a job for almost a year. He keeps telling me he wants to live with me, but we're not on the same page. I want to move away from my hometown and travel, but he wants to build a house in his hometown right next to his parents' house. Can you imagine the privacy? LOL. He's been hanging out with his friends much more, so I don't know if he said something to them, and that's why he and his friends are acting weird. I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm really confused as to what's going on. Anytime I talk to him about it, it's only a I'm sorry. He's going to a party soon that one of his friends has planned. He asked if I wanted to go, but I feel really awkward going since so I declined, to which he replied that he was going anyways. I know I'm indirectly painting him as a bad guy, explaining my concerns, but he's always been a great guy, and he still texts me all the time, all lovey-dovey. It's just these past months I've noticed these changes in red flags. I'm really confused and conflicted on what to do next. It's been three years, which is a lot of time invested in someone. What are your thoughts on this and what should I do? Is it time to call it quits? Please help. Uh, well, because I've gone so wrong and had so many adventures and this girl is 23, she said, 24. She's 24. He's 23. And you're saying she's she wants to travel. She wants to move out of her hometown. Yeah. I think you guys have, it sounds like you might have different things you want to do. Yeah, I'm with you. I I know it's tough to tell people. It is like here's the here's, here's the, the deal. Here's the the turn in your life. You'll look back at this moment maybe and be like, wow, wow. that's when I thank God. Yeah, yeah, thank God, or like that's when I moved, or that's when I ended this thing. <clears throat> like the with relationships, it's always like you know, it's those small parts that you had a good time, but then there's like those like you know, it's when you got together. When you ended, those are the things you remember most. Mm -hmm. I think 
There's two very important sentences in this email, and you already talked about one. Okay. It's the... Um, she writes, I want to, mo- uh, to move away from my hometown and travel, but he wants to build a house in his hometown right, town right next to his parents' house. Can you imagine the privacy? LOL. That's not LOL. No, me. that's not an LOL. That's no. not a joke. Yeah. Because he... Some people... Build a house next to their parents and live happily ever after, and good for them. Let's not judge. No, I'm from Michigan. That's what everyone. Totally fine. Yeah, and let's not judge people for doing something that makes them feel good. In the same way, I wouldn't judge you. Like he could write that sentence about you going. She wants to travel the world. Imagine, imagine the. uh, What are you going to save some money and build a house? Lol. Like he could do the same to you. This is just not the match. It's just not what she wants. It doesn't sound like. Totally. There's, there's nothing wrong with him. There's Mm-mm. nothing wrong with you. I think the friend stuff and the... And then there's a second sentence that... So that's my first sentence that, like, I agree with you. Like, those are just two different people with two different view, visions of the future. Mm-hmm. That might, That doesn't mean that both of them could have different futures. Like, he could end up traveling the world even though that's, you know... And she could end up building a house next to her parents. But for now, this isn't the match. Right. Something right, she wrote, it's been three years, which is a lot of time invested in someone. Yeah. That perspective, you're going to hate yourself for it. Mm-hmm. It's just not getting you anywhere. You had the experience. It was a good experience. Now it's time to go. Mm-hmm. You'll be writing a year from now. It's been four years uh, invested in this. Yeah. And you'll learn something from it. But right now... I. I mean, I think even her writing the email, she's looking for us to tell her, but I feel like she already knows. She hasn't. She knows. I she mean, knows. She's got to break up and then the other stuff can happen. I think <clears throat> here's what I would say to people, and I've always thought this. Time is the easiest, uh, is the worst resume item. That's a great point. Time is the worst. Doesn't matter. Resume item. I hate it. And it's an old school thing. It's a very like boomer thing. Mm-hmm. I hate that word too. But yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think when people go, well, I've been doing this 30 years. And you go, well, you're talking to me. That means you fucking suck at it. Yeah. You've just referenced the easiest and worst resume item. So when you say we've been together three years, I don't Doesn't give a matter. fuck. If you don't love each other. That three years probably feels like 80. Right. I think that goes for a lot of things, too, like the time thing. Oh, yeah. you know, we've only been together three months. It doesn't. Everyone's different. Doesn't it's, matter. You don't have to be together X amount of time to do this or X amount of time to do that. Or X amount of time to, to break up. To break up. Yeah. Like, OK, well, three years is, is a lot of time invested. What's a little time invested? Mm-hmm. You know, like it, 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 it's all. And. She invested, but she also didn't invest because now she's got no. F- I, I mean, I, I've, I'm not nagging her, but I've done this before too. You lose all your friends. Mm-hmm. You don't make any more because you're just relying on him. So totally, you you have to think of uh, when people bring up the time. Time is a is is finite. Mm-hmm. So you only have so much of it to put into. You know, so you've already put in three years. Okay, let's not put any more you know let's not put good money into bad Mm-mm. let's stop throwing money into the fire yeah she needs to get out jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com 
why is getting a guy to open up like pulling teeth? Hmm. I think it depends on the guy. Okay. Have you been with guys who are really open with that stuff? Yes. And I've also been with guys that are not. Yeah. I think it's all... I, I think it depends on the guy. But what do you think? Um, yeah, I think it depends on the guy. I, I get accused in my relationship of not being tough to talk to about certain things. And I'm always like, ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it's how you ask, too. I think we also, as women, and I'm not trying to speak for everyone, but I think sometimes I'm not direct enough. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to, we want guys to guess or we want to just be magically understood. Sure. So I think like you said, that's a great point. You know, ask the ask a direct question, you'll get a direct answer. I think also like timing <clears throat> is a big thing. I think when like you're the person looking for answers, sometimes you bottle it up until the worst possible moment. Yeah. And then you just spit it all at once and the person's like, Well, we're doing this now? Mm-hmm. Like we're we're just having it out now. Why didn't you ask it three weeks ago when you had this issue? Or why didn't you say something the first time this happened? Yeah. You know, if and this has been bothering you Every time. I'm in a long-distance relationship. We've been official for close to three months or so. We have been talking about me moving to his city since we became a thing in August. (sighs) Oof. However, he just moved four hours away from his city for work and asked me to consider moving there instead. I just visited him in his new city over the weekend and things went well, but he did not bring up moving there and seemed to be lacking emotions. Mm -mm. I.e. excitement of me being in town, of me potentially moving in, etc., etc., I tend to hold back my emotions if I feel they're not being reciprocated. So naturally, I held back and had a breakdown as soon as I was leaving, and I expressed to him over text once I got home. This is exactly what we were just talking about. Yep. (laughs) I I could send him a text a mile long of how I'm feeling, but I received one sentence in return, hardly addressing the problem at hand. I attached a few screenshots for reference. Should I still consider making the... 1,000 mile, 1,100 mile move in hopes that he will eventually open up. I am no dentist, but why is getting a guy to open up like pulling teeth sometimes? Put him. Uh, <laughs> isn't there a way I can get him to be more open about his thoughts and feelings without prying? Any advice would be appreciated. And a celebrity look like from Classic Shell would be very much appreciated. She's very pretty. Um,. Shelby, do you have a celeb look-alike? This is his keen knack. He's undressing her with his eyes. What do you think? Do we want to read the text? Yeah, maybe let's see. Uh, <clears throat> Courtney Cox. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I'd have to get a better look. I'm we thinking all. of someone right now. I just have to Google to make sure that's who I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. I see that. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking like Olivia Munn. Olivia Munn. I see the <coughs> Brie. What? Let's read the text. Ready? The cheese. The cheese. She looks like cheese. Um, <laughs> I made it home safely. Thank you for such a fun weekend, babe. I'm sorry I had a breakdown, but I feel like I was kind of holding back a lot of emotions. It's been hard for me to express some of them because of previous relationships, and I don't feel comfortable being super emotional, especially when you don't seem to express your feelings very often. I hate crying, but that's what happens, so I'm sorry for that, but I am serious about you and want to be more open so we can grow as a couple. That was her text. Okay. He texts, what have you been holding back? Oh. So I have to agree with him on this. Okay. Everything she said in that text... 
didn't get us anywhere. Right. Like, she was what more. Was it? Yeah, she was more open with us in the email than she was in that text. Mm-hmm. Her email said, "You mentioned." Her her email said, "We've been talking about moving to his city since we became a thing in August." That should have been mentioned. It should have been, "Hey, we've been talking about moving to your city in August. Then you moved to another city. Now you want me to move there." You don't seem excited for me to be there even when I'm visiting. Why would I up in my life for someone that doesn't seem excited for me to do that? That's clean and simple. The opener. Because right, that would be my opener. Yeah. Because that's what's on your mind. Right now he goes, well, what have you been holding back? All right, here's a chance. Just in general. Like, that's like, like, what? Just in general. Like Saturday morning, I was in such a good mood and was super happy. And I said something to you about it in the car, and you didn't really say anything back. Something about what? Being happy? It's just so vague. Yeah. She's looking for him. And I know, like, there's this thought of, like, well, he'll whisk you off and take you on a ride to his (laughs) new town 1,100 miles away. Like, that's just not realistic. She writes, um... After we had sex, I had asked why you uh, you make me feel so good, and all you said was, "I don't know." <laughs> also, this guy <laughs> yeah, he could good. he could elaborate, sure, a little, but he's already been lackluster, right? So, like, say repeating back to him what he did. Hey, you're not excited when I'm in town from 1,100 miles away. You got up and said, "I don't know," when I'm trying to talk sweet to you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, you made me feel bad. Like. And got up. Both things aren't a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but I just feel like you don't show that much emotion, and it makes me feel really hold back. Like, I was honestly really excited that you asked me to consider moving down there, and now it makes me second guess if you even want me to. And then he writes back, Uh-oh. I'm sorry. That's it? Uh, then he writes, later, I really don't know what to say. I what? mean, you know I really like you. She writes, yeah, but... Do, do you understand where I'm coming from? He writes, yes, babe. I guess I'm not sure how to show emotions. She writes, why not? And then he writes, IDK. Oh, wow. And then she writes, okay. And then he writes, I'll try harder, babe. So See, nothing... I, I know I came down on her pretty hard. Um, He, he doesn't want to be in this. No. Yeah, you can get him out. Time. <laughs> it's time for him to go. I mean, what that, was, I, I was that was cringing. Brutal. That was harsh. That was hard. Because I, I, we're giving. She's the emailer, so I feel comfortable speaking directly to her. So I, I do think she could be more direct. I think she it, could be more more direct, but that was also. But he's got to mm-hmm. give her something to play with. Like he didn't even say, "I want you to move." He's just like, "I like you." Well, because he's avoiding it. He's Cause, avoiding because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want her to, and I think he maybe he got scared. Maybe he freaked out. Yeah, you know. And now he doesn't want her to, but he still wanted her to come. You know, I don't. The problem is I give this advice a lot on this podcast where it's like you don't want to put your feelings in the other person's hand. You can't rate your feelings via the other person. So, Mm -hmm. like, do you I think she has to ask a lot of questions of herself. Do I like this guy? I think that's like first and foremost. Do you like that someone likes you or do you like him? I Yeah. And thinking about that conversation, that must have not felt good. So if you spent the whole weekend not feeling good. Why would you want to be with someone that you're, pulling, yeah. you know, that you're trying to Please. get? It's not even emotional openness. It's we're having a conversation. I think if she 
she dances around the subject of like I, I she should have just move. because I don't think she wants to hear the answer also and I've done yeah. that before too sure she doesn't want to say do you still want me to move plain and simple because I think she's afraid that he's going to say no yeah and I think that's, and, or say IDK right like, IDK I'm like are you 10 oh yeah that IDK really it was like a dagger in my heart I guess I'm not sure how to show emotions why not IDK that's not what he's not sure how to do. He knows how to show emotion. He doesn't know how to respond to this text. He doesn't know how to discuss with you, you moving 1,100 miles because you become his response. Your move becomes his responsibility that he shares with you. And he's not sure about the relationship. So he doesn't want to make someone move. It's the same thing as uh, yeah. going to California. Yeah. I was dating a guy long distance and we both decided, and it was about three months, same timeline. And we'd both decided we were going to meet in Miami mm-hmm. for a weekend. He was... New York, it was New York, LA. So we both flew to Miami, had the worst weekend ever, ever. Why was it so bad? He brought his best friend I didn't know. Come on. Swear. But that's a way to like, Yes. that's him having the conversation without having the conversation. Right. And at the end of the trip, he broke up with me at the airport and I said, why? We talk, we've been talking about moving, one of us moving, we've been talking about this and that. Why did you even bring me to Miami? And he said, I just needed another, I needed a weekend to be sure. Hey. And I feel like this, probably this guy was like, I'm gonna, he wasn't sure. Yeah. But it's easy, if you hand deliver yourself to someone, they're not gonna say, I mean, I don't think he was gonna say no to her coming. Yeah, I, I think no, because they're together, quote right. unquote, and they're long distance, quote unquote. But I think, when you're long distance, you have this like illusion of a relationship, but then you get together and it's like, okay, that's what it would be like together, but on vacation. If he couldn't even handle the trip, if you didn't walk away from that trip being like, I had the best fucking time, and instead you just ignored all the conversations that you had. Like, I think what happens when you're long distance is you end up having vacation together and you never get down to the nuts and bolts of a relationship. It's true. So you never really have the time to go, so... August, because you don't want to ruin the good time. Yeah. August, you said, I'm moving to you. Then you move cities again. Do you want to do a move in? I, and then you have to go, I do. Yeah. Or you go, I don't want to move to your city. You have to state where you stand. And I think she's doing a lot of like, oh, whatever. And it's like, no, I want to move to bungfuck north. Wherever it is. Battle shit and live with you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for me to move? And he's going to go, uh, IDK. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's your answer. Goodbye. Right. No. Because it's uh, to us right now, it sounds like he doesn't want you to move there. And he's just holding on to you because he doesn't want to be a dickhead who made you hold on these three months and promised you things that he couldn't deliver on. But he's being more of a dickhead by not saying it. Yeah. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. 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 Rothy's shoes are insanely comfortable. I know that certain shoes can be rough on your feet, especially nice flats you wear to the office, but with Rothy's, there's zero break-in period. Yahoo calls these shoes the most comfortable flats ever. They have tons of styles from sporty sneaks to everyone's favorite basic black flat with a pointy toe. These are the in-between shows. Yeah. Shoes. These are the in-between shoes that get you to the office, that are office on a Wednesday when you have no meetings. You don't have to be in front of people. Just throw them on. They're comfy. They're cute. That's the whole deal. You see those people on the train? They're like all dolled up with everything, but then they have like Nike running shoes on. It looks on. ridiculous. Yeah. Why not look smart, fashionable, fun with Rothy's? And I, I got to say, they've now started doing handbags. Wow. 
I was in D.C., I walked by the Rothy's store, and I looked in. The handbags look beautiful. They're striking. I looked in the store. I thought it was like a Gucci store. Mm-hmm. Like, it was beautiful. The, it was, like, very bright and, you know, like, white and bright and lit up. And then these purses are colorful and vibrant and beautiful. So I, I got to say, I love what Rothy's is doing because they are starting with only a few products. They're looking to get a few products so right that they fit into your life. So listen, the shoes are made from recycled plastic water bottles. They've kept 50 million single-use bottles out of landfills. So they're doing good stuff for you. Plus, it's a comfortable, great shoe. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags right now at rothys.com slash JTrain. Go to Rothy's, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain to get your new favorite flats, comfort style, and sustainability. These are the shoes that you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain today and slip into something you'll feel good about. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariana Margulis. Go, 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 follow. Go, 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 go right now at but like maybe. But like maybe don't is the book. You can order it on Amazon right, right now. Let's do Boot Camp Ghost. This is the longest fucking email ever. Let's go. You can go faster than that. Come on. I know. I know. Okay. Let's go to the next one. I love this one. Jared, hoping I can get some advice on a weird situation I've been having with a guy I've been hooking up with. I met this guy off Tinder right around New Year's. After a couple of weeks of messaging and cancellation, we finally went on a date that went well and ended up after a couple weeks of messages and cancellations, we finally went on a date that went well and ended up having sex at the end of the date. Okay. Since then, we haven't really gone on a date again, but we've met up casually and had sex a few times. Usually waits a week to reach out again after the sex, so I know he's not looking to take things further. Sex is super great, and he's a cool person to hang out with, so I'm down for this just being casual. All right. The main way we communicate is through Instagram with messages and story replies. Okay. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks back, I saw on Instagram that he was out, and I responded to one of his stories with a joke. He liked the message, and then when, uh, when I went to look back at it, I noticed the story was gone. Since then, I haven't seen him post stories, uh, any stories, so I'm assuming he blocked me from seeing them. It wasn't like I was stalkerish or said anything bad about them, so this feels really off. Wow. I didn't reach out to him, figuring the block was a clear message, but then a week later, he responded to one of my Instagram stories about a trip I have coming up, and we had a short, nice short conversation about it. The next night, I reached out late and asked if he was uh, wanted to hook up. He seemed super happy about it, so I went back to my place and had a great night and chill morning with lots of sex. Next day, he completely stopped watching my Instagram stories, which is out of the ordinary because he always watches them and is one of the first people to do so. So he's either avoiding my stories now or he put put me on mute. We didn't talk again after he left my place that morning, so this just seems so random after we had a great night of sex. I'm so confused as to what's happening. I really like tucking up and don't get why he seems like he's trying to cut it off. We rarely talked as it was. And for him to cut off the form of communication we were using seemed like he was trying to send some sort of message. But I don't get it at all. He's making me feel super weird. Like I've done something wrong when I can't think of a single thing I could have done to warrant getting blocked and muted on uh, on the one method of communication we were using. Would love your insight as to what the fuck is happening. And if the friends with benefits scenario is even worth continuing. I'm 23. He's 29. 
I live in a mid-sized city that he lives a half hour outside of, so he's always the one to come to the city. He had previously canceled a few hangouts because of depression issues. Don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it's possible. Thanks. Love this podcast. You up and always a mama bear. Keep up the great work. Thank you. So what do you think? So I was very, very confused for most of it and wondering what the problem was. But then the living outside of the city part got me. Mm -hmm. And I started to think, does this guy maybe have a girlfriend? Yeah. Something. Something is afoot. Is afoot here. I'm with you. There's another woman. I don't know in what context. I don't know if it's a girlfriend or a situationship or a hookup. There's someone else. And here's the thing with hooking up. The honest one always feels weird. Mm -hmm. The honest one is always the one that goes, what's, Yeah. why are you? Right. And they're questioning the unquestionable. It's tough for her. She's saying as a friends with benefits or as a a hookup situation, what right do I have to go, why am I muted? Because he can always go, I just wasn't on Instagram today. He can always go, he can always give an excuse that in the, in the land of public opinion is quote unquote right. Mm-hmm. So you can always look at it and go, well, you didn't, I just didn't go on the app. Oh, whoa, whoa. Someone has to be on the app 24 hours a day. Like that could be his response. Mm-hmm. And he's right. Yeah. Cause but, what does he owe? You know, doesn't owe her anything. And also if she went to her friends, they would go, well, you know, what are you going to do? Right. You, you know, you, it's like chasing, it's like trying to like catch sand, you know, <laughs> like it just keeps slipping through your fingers. You know, it's the white whale type of thing. You're mm-hmm. the, you're the officer trying to track down a, a murderer and the murderer keeps slipping through you. That's right. <laughs> you're like, yeah. oh man, he keeps watching my story. Ah, and then you get like, He's gone. He's, He's gone. gone from the story. Ah, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> ah, I'm hot on the beat. I, yeah, it's maybe it's something that she figured out. He was looking, or yeah, that happens. You know. Oh, who's that? Who's that you're following? Yeah. And all of a sudden, then you gotta go dark. Well, that's the thing. He is a. He's a. He's a vigilante on the loose. Mm-hmm. And you're the the cops just running through. You know, you're running through the town. You're trying to find this dude and find out what his deal is. And I, I think you're right. There's someone out there that is going, why are you looking at those stories? Mm-hmm. Why does that person show up in your search? Why does that person show up when I touch the search bar? They're the first name that comes up. Pops Who up. is that? Exactly. Oh, no, that's just a friend. Oh, really? Oh, okay, really? Merge meter. Merge meter. Yeah. yeah. Who's this that keeps why? Why are they first on your list to watch your stories? And I think that's why he's. it's a weak in between and you know that's why it keeps changing there's some time that's right and you're like you're sitting there like I gotta crack this case find someone also he's too far away for a booty call yeah it's not not ideal the best booty call situation is kind of the, it's kind of annoying because the best booty call situation is kind of someone that's do living life like you right so then you're almost like so it's there's at least trust there mm-hmm. but then you end up wanting to date that person because you're like well why wouldn't we exactly but you wouldn't because you're two people that are trying to fuck <laughs> you know so I, I i think so she's here i live my life by however i feel someone the person on the other side is 10 percent away 10 percent away 10 percent away so if like 
I'm wondering, hey, where'd this guy go? He's wondering, I hope she doesn't know that I go. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And everything she says is right. I want to make sure she feels validated because yes, he's avoiding your stories. Yes, he's only uh, messaging you when it's convenient for him. Yes, this probably means that there's other women that he's trying to do the same thing with that he's doing with you. And you didn't do anything wrong. No, not at all. I think it is weird for someone to mute a random, you know. The honest one always gets fucked because she's right here going, what I like about her is she wrote in, she's like, yeah, you know, I I can kind of get the picture that he's not looking for something serious. I like the sex. We have fun together when we have sex. Like her whole perspective on things to me is correct. She's down. The problem is, he has such an ego that he doesn't think that the person on the other side can take this as lightly as he does. Mm-hmm. And that's really probably the, you know, if I'm going to think of like the first reason this is happening, it's probably that. He's trying to like give you a stiff arm to let you know, hey, you know, I don't want it to get too serious. I don't want it to be too close. If I keep reaching out over and over again every week, then she'll think I want more. Mm-hmm. Or there's another girl that he's doing the same thing with, and she took notice, and he's like, I got to get rid of her from my search bar. It's true. It could be either. Could be either. Could be both. Mm-hmm. Jtrain Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariana Margulis. But, like, maybe don't. That's the book. Go, 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 go. Get it. Here's from a dude. We have a dude email. Friend zone forever? Question mark? Or friend zone fever. Oh. I'm a bad reader today. <laughs> Hello, Jared and esteemed guest. Love the show and a frequent listener. Here it goes. I had heard from a few coworkers that a female coworker had expressed interest in me. So I gave it a whirl and asked her out for a few drinks. She rejected my invitation, saying that she had a lot going on between college and family commitments. A few days later, she hits me up and invites me out to a bar. We hit it off, and she admitted she had a huge crush on me, but wasn't confident in asking me out. We end the date, and she sends... Is that weird? Yeah, why did she say no the first time? I don't know. We end the date, and she sends me a message saying how I seem like a genuine nice guy who actually cares about her and how she can't wait to see me again. We mingle a bit at work and are texting on the daily. I asked her out to a second date at a restaurant as her birthday was in a few days. I also bought her her a Tiffany & Co. bracelet for this occasion. Whoa. Uh, This guy seems young. (laughs) Yeah, he went for it. She looks absolutely stunning for this date, but seems a bit off. She criticizes the food for being bland and vents about her awful daily commute to school. I'm listening intently and providing optimistic feedback only for her to reply, are you only going are you going to fucking eat something or just sit there? What? Ooh, what? What? At this point I debate ducking out the back and returning the bracelet, <laughs> but I muster up the courage and say I got you something. I present the bracelet to her only for her to inspect it and reply, Don't you think this is a little much? I oh, oh my, my god. god. I feel for this guy. Me too. At this point, she confesses that she feels uh, we're complete opposites and she doesn't think she's ready for a relationship and can uh, can love someone right now. She begins to cry and, and how, say how she life isn't fair and how sacrifices have been made, have to be made. Okay. She also hands back the bracelet and says she doesn't feel comfortable with this. We awkwardly walk about to our uh, walk out to our cars to which she says we're still friends when do I work and when do I work next I don't reply and drive home a few days later uh, gossip in the workplace is at an all time high with coworkers picking sides for both her and me the drama blows over and a few weeks later our in- interactions become more joking and flirtatious to the point that new hires constantly ask for dating I still have feelings for her but do not know how to proceed with the situation 
Oh. I feel for this dude. Yeah. I feel for him because it does feel like, and this happens with a lot of the people that write in, where it's like, I want it. I want the thing. Like, he wanted... I don't even know if it's about him and the girl at this point. He wanted the dinner date that he saw on TV, that he saw on the sitcom where he gives the bracelet and she goes, Magic. I love you. Yeah. And this is so perfect. And then they cuddled together. Like, this was not about sex to him. Mm-hmm. This was about... No, definitely not. Not at all. No. This was about, I want the girlfriend. I want the girlfriend wearing my bracelet that I got her. Like, oh. it's very cute and innocent. My heart. Because we get so many emails here that are like, you know, where I'm I'm the guy being like, yeah, he's trying to fuck, and I sound like an asshole because I'm speaking for a lot of guys, but I'm speaking for him right now, and it sounds like he just wanted to be, like, in the thing. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know? He really did. And I, she, what I don't get, though, is her flirting with him. I, it just doesn't, I don't understand. I, she doesn't know what she wants. Clearly. I don't think she knows what she wants. I think she knows that, here's I, what I think. I And tell me if you disagree with this, because okay. I might be wrong. I think she knows that he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And that he's a guy that she should want and love attention from. And she's not into it. No, she's not. But she's saying to herself, I should be. I should be. Mm-hmm. And and it sucks because he was led here. I heard from a few coworkers that a female coworker expressed interest in me. So I gave it a whirl. Like at first he's like giving it a whirl and then all of a sudden he's got a Tiffany's bracelet. Yeah. So that to me means he's not he's into just having the relationship and she's not into him. And so it's all That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Totally. There are guys that just want to be Wifed up, you know? Yeah, I just want the thing. I want the label. I want it now. And when guys push it, it can be off-putting to women, but they still accept it because how could they tell their friends, well, I turned down the guy that gave me the Tiffany bracelet. Mm -hmm. That's why people in the office are taking sides. There's no sides in this. No. He's just a nice guy who pushed a little too hard because he thought it would be so much fun to be with someone. Mm-hmm. And the reason people are taking the other side is because they're like, well, you got her a bracelet a too day early in. or yeah. whatever it is, but it, it wouldn't be too early for someone else. Again, that time thing mm-hmm. for someone else. Some girl goes and on her second date, he bought me a bracelet and I was so happy for it, someone else. That worked. That would be perfect. It's, it's just not the match. Exactly. I, there's always a, I, I mean, I've totally screwed i think if we're honest like i've screwed over some nice guys Mm -hmm. it works both ways totally is there a nice girl thing you know where a guy's like oh this is a she she would be a great wife or she would be a great girlfriend i should like her that's like 90 percent of our emails is a lot of girls that are like well we went on four dates and he did these nice things and then we had sex and now he's acting weird it's like he's acting weird because he knows that the sex mattered more to you than him and that now he's with a perfectly nice girl that he's got to end it with. So he's like, well, let me get weird enough so I didn't just have end it after we had sex. sex. Like, that's the version of that. Ours is just more destructive. Uh-huh. Yours is, you know, turn down the bracelet at, you know, Romeo's or whatever the fucking <laughs> restaurant. You know, like, <laughs> if, I, if I was to speak honestly, like, I've been that guy where... 
I've been with girls where I'm like, this is, uh, well, there's nothing not to like. The hardest breakups are the ones that happen for no reason. It's true. The hardest. Mm -hmm. And that's why she's like leading this along. She doesn't want to end it because she's like, look at this is, there's this no is, reason I shouldn't like this. I should be so excited. That's why you kind of wait on the gift stuff. That's why I'm always like an uh, experienced gift person. I don't think I've ever gotten a gift even that. I, that's that's I an, mean, ex, it's an it's important nice. type of gift. Like to me, like an experience gift in the first year, at least it's like you two getting to know each other to make sure that you want to be with each other the next year. It's a great point. Right? So instead of like a bracelet where it feels like, like I could see how she's like, man, but guilty. I got to be nice. I feel guilty. Yeah. He went through all this trouble. I don't feel bracelet worthy in this. Rela I understand that. It's money. Totally. He probably doesn't, you know, seems young. It does feel young. I think he's got to move on. I think he's got to stop with the flirtation. I think you have to talk to her and be like, hey, I, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. We're just friends. Uh, what I went through before hurt me a little bit. Like, I think like yeah, having some sort of conversation to end this as a romantic option. yeah because i think to be honest if he doesn't she will continue to toy with him yes yeah because she'll continue to say he's great he's so great. i should i got why yeah. wouldn't i, why accept wouldn't the, I? Yeah. yeah j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com ariana this is fantastic this was so fun. Thank you for coming on. Such a pleasure. Do we have one news item, Shelby? We do. Let's do one piece of news. Ooh, I like it. So you know, uh, there's companies, they kind of have a mascot for themselves. Yeah, the Geico Gecko. Exactly. The, Could the be Fox even for... Carfax. 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 Yeah, there you yeah go. Carfax Fox. Yeah, could, what do we got? Could be even smaller. You're wearing a Georgia hat. It's not like, you know, there's a talking bulldog. It's just kind of it's their their theme. Sure. You know? But uh, a National Express like bus in England was searching for a mascot. They needed like just one to put on their images, make it kind of family friendly, make it seem Wait, inviting. Wait, repeat that again. Like a national bus service. In okay. England. So they so went, they wanted a mascot for the national bus service. So like the MTA of London. Correct. Okay. They chose a bear. Okay. It's kind of fun. It's yeah, cute, like a bear. Bear cute, bus. Cute yeah, bus bear. on the bear, bear on the bus. I he, get it. He's wearing a driver's uniform. Love it. Like he, Paddington's buddy aww. bus driver friend. But he needed a name, too. Okay. Sometimes, you know, uh -oh. they have uh, Petey Panda. Yeah. Could be... Uh, Barry the Bear. That would have been a better name. Okay, what, is, <laughs> what did they choose? <laughs> they went with Bussy Bear. Bussy Bear. Because it's a bus. Yeah. Know? Bussy Bear. Okay, and I could see the English version, Bussy Bear. Yeah. Like, I could feel that, like, mm -hmm. oh, that's Bussy. Bussy. Love Bussy the Bear. Bussy old chap. Oh, Bussy. How could that go wrong? But some pointed out, though, that Bussy has a well-known term in the gay community. Okay. <laughs> For uh, a, to put it lightly, or maybe bluntly, a man's uh, hole. Oh. You know, like, sometimes 
French oh. pussy, boy pussy. Oh, a bussy. Mm-hmm. I didn't oh. know that one. Never would have made that connection. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. But I get it. I understand it. I. It's one of those things that if like a if a child doesn't know the word the, the swear word, what does it matter? Like if there's no meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. So when you say bussy bear. Like, I don't, th- I, even as we said it, I'm not even sitting, like, even now that I know the information, I don't go, oh, oh that's, uh, yeah. you know, that's fucking, you know, balloon not bear. You know, like, I'm not like, <laughs> right. oh, there's that, you know, fucking, you know, fucking boy <laughs> pussy bear, I guess is what we're, right? Like, yeah, no, I don't have I don't. the connotation. I would still be like, oh, that's bussy bear. Bussy. Bussy. But I get. Is that what they're worried about? Are they freaking out? They are, are people freaking out. There are people. Twitter's it's Twitter. Going Twitter's going nuts. <laughs> How dare keep, you? They are going to keep the name for now, but it's, okay. it's, they've they've acknowledged. Like we we hear what you're we saying. understand. Yeah. This could be. We understand that the bear we've chosen could be misconstrued as a male's anus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor mm-hmm. Teddy. <laughs> what an announcement. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, London, just want to acknowledge, like, like to not, the even acknowledging it makes it weird. The bus are working fine. We're still going to drive on that side of the road. <laughs> but, uh, Poor bussy. But we've named the bear after <laughs> an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. Ariana Margulis, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. So much fun. So happy to have you. I want everyone, 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 go follow But Like Maybe on Instagram. But more importantly, buy the book. You won't be disappointed. It's a perfect piece for your apartment. It is. I, I, I really do believe that. So But Like Maybe Don't. It's on Amazon. Anywhere you get books, go, go, go. Go pick it up. Shelby, thank you for bringing in the news. Thanks. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. I'm here every Tuesday and Friday. If you're listening right now and you're in the Boston area, I'm in Boston this whole weekend. Um, I'm going to, I think they might be sold out, but hopefully we're at that point. I'm doing shows at Laugh Boston. Next month, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club. I'm at Gotham Comedy Club April 17th and 18th. Four shows. Those are selling very, very quickly. Philly. Just saw the uh, the ad. the The link is out for Philly, so you can buy tickets for Philly, uh, Dallas, Providence, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, Mohegan Sun. Go, go, go! I'll be back next episode. Boom.